shows of the management of KUCI or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show, go to KUCI.org. You are listening to 88.9 FM KUCI, broadcasting live on the campus of UC Irvine. KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Thanks for listening to me, Zeb Z, here with Our Digital Future. We're going to be here every Friday, 4 p.m., hopefully, for the next quarter as well. This is nearing the end of winter quarter here at UCI campus. Hope all your finals went well. That was a tough week, but it seems like everyone finished soon. And, um... Spring break is on its way now. There was also St. Patrick's Day recently. Everybody wore green, although not a lot, not a lot of people were on campus. And I hope you enjoyed our opening song, as always, featuring Bob Nana. Usually it's Hey Mercedes, but today I brought my stuff in, so we heard some braid that there was Never Will Come For Us off of Frame and Canvas. They're going to be... Releasing an EP soon, brand new, after 10 years of breaking up. That's great. I'm excited. One of my favorite bands from the Midwest, where I go to library school. And this show is about libraries and archives, museums, and special collections, film and video, visual studies, you name it. I like to talk about the community and its resources available to them in the libraries, archives, museums, and special collections. It's free information. And since last week was sports, I haven't been on air since a couple weeks, I believe. Oh, wait. Uh, yes, today is March. Um, everybody, March 18th, Friday, March 18th. So thanks for listening this week. And then what's happened recently? Well, of course, there's tsunami in Japan. That's a shame. Um, that's affected libraries. We dread water damage when the water hits the books. The conservation and preservation departments of the libraries have to take over. They isolate all the books from mold. We put them in freezers sometimes is the best way. We have lots of big freezers. Um, we had a tour of that at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. We took a tour of the conservation, preservation, and they had some books that they were drying out that had had water damage just from, you know, construction problems in the library, the main library. Those kind of things, they had actually just had them in a room, out, the books were open and out on a desk, and they had multiple fans blowing on them. So that wasn't too high tech, they just had to air them out. And then they put um, paper towels in between the sheets of the books as well. And then close them. And so once you dry them out, they also have to be flattened. And see, these are just different types of positions available to you if you pursue a degree in library information science. Which I find very interesting. The preservation and conservation of books. Because our future depends on our past. Our history is preserved in books partially that shows the culture of our nation no matter where you are. 
I was um, taking this library buildings and societies past and present class where I had to present the National Library of Spain. Um, 15 minutes of just, you know, how it started up until World War, World War II was um, the time period my presentation covered. And it's interesting that, you know, at one point the royal decree was to collect everything published in Spain in the National Library of Spain. And that makes you think, you know, every country has a national library. Do they really have everything ever published? Is that how all nations work, all the countries? Because the Library of Congress here in Washington, D.C., on the East Coast, maybe it doesn't work like that. Do they take everything from... I mean, there's way too many. Now everything's lots of digital stuff, right? So do we have hard drives online? And then what's the copyright issues when they're all online available? Well, we might have a guest call in later. Um, we're going to be here till 5 today. I'm covering for wonderful public affairs programming, which usually follows today, um, 4.30 on KUCI. You would hear Vishnu with the True Nation. From 4.30 to 5, he's usually discussing current congregational legislations and propositions that can affect Americans. But I'll be here till 5, yes, for me to cover. And I hope you enjoy our background music. It's fun, happy steel drum time. Steel drums are great musical instruments, if I may digress. I played them in high school for four years, and I purchased a lead pan which relates to libraries because everything relates to libraries, archives, and museums. I myself took a class while well, I'm currently enrolled in a class entitled Music Librarianship and Bibliographies. And this class deals with musical scores. If you're in symphony orchestra, there's the music librarian taking care of all the scores, correct? Like, they have to be organized to get each part to every musician and there's different versions, and have, so the scores have to be cataloged a certain way, organized a certain way. You can't just have your papers lying all around, and you have to be trained, hopefully as a musician or a librarian, to be a music librarian f in the classical sense. I hear um, at KCI I was a musical, music librarian for two years in the management, few years ago and that there was a different type of music librarianship um, of course voluntary so therefore just keep the music library organized here we have CDs vinyl and there was talk of going digital with purchasing space online or having it um, gifted to us yet of course digitization takes time money staff hours. We can only give so much. And now with budget cuts, who knows where we'll be left. It's a scary time for California. The UC system does not put libraries at its number one priority. We need to make everyone aware of the importance in the UC system of libraries. I myself am looking for a librarian position. I've been looking at what jobs are available in California. Not too much in the UC system, 
And if there were, it wasn't maybe the best budget for a great uh, salary. But there's this cool website if you're looking for library positions. I need a j library job. It's called I Need a Library Job. And they give you a daily email of every state because there's librarian positions all over the world. That's what's great about once you have your library degree. If you have a, even a certificate of special collections, you can then use it to be well, maybe an archivist at an archives or special collections, which everyone should know the difference between a library and an archive is a library has copies of things that maybe are in other libraries. But an archive usually has unique items to the archive, rare collectibles that have to be preserved uniquely versus library materials. Anyone can check them out, usually. Archive materials do not circulate. They're in the space. You know, you put the, your white gloves on sometimes if they're really touchy. Maybe they're super, super old things. I don't know if you ever um, checked out the comedian Mr. Bean. He has a really funny skit where he goes to an archive. I really should look this up and post this on my my blog. Check out um, kci.org. That's www.kci.org. And right now, on the front page, 4 to 4.30 p.m. is highlighted because that's the show you're hearing, Our Digital Future, where librarians around the world discuss the digital future of our information spaces with me, Zibazi. So if you click that link, that goes to ziba.kuci.org and that's my blog so I like to update it with various items every week so let me tell you about what's on there currently you see a image that says music librarianship because you see a violin and some books to me that sums up music librarianship in one way and right below that you see Lancashire County Council. It's the county library. It's like a checkout slip. And this is interesting because these are what are normally found in books and they're stamped in the past from... This one only goes back to 2005 up until 2011 but when you go to libraries now nowadays I tend to go to the Newport Beach Public Library more than any other public library around town they don't um, stamp your your books anymore. There's no stamp that goes in your little sheet. It's a, a printed out receipt. So it's like going to the market or anywhere else. It's, it just says print receipt. And then it has all your books due dates on one little sheet there. Which is pretty convenient if you remember to keep a hold on to it. Otherwise, you go on the internet and you type in your library card username, barcode, whatever information they ask for you and that library has your information stored on your account so you can see what you have checked out, you can renew them you can ask for items to be held for you so it's really great, um, everything's moving digitally even your overdue no notifications, hope they'll give you a reminder if you like and they'll say hey you're stuff's going to be due in a couple days, so hopefully everybody's um, checking the internet out these days. So I hope you enjoy your local public library. I think that's very important for everyone to take advantage of 
free resources while they're free. Because now, everything's being cut back. So that's a shame when there's not resources that used to be available, available anymore. Let's all think of Japan now, though. We, we worry about ourselves all the time. Just think of the radiation. Actually, a side story, the music librarian I visited recently was planning to go to Japan, and now they had to cancel their trip because it is enough radiation to be harmful to people. They found out it is a pretty serious leak. And I have a f high school friend that ha was there for two months during the time, is still there, and volunteers his time, helping out as, as much as they can, but hopefully everyone helps out. That's what's needed right now. Which, you know, we could comment on popular culture and what I noticed on the internet today that took over more than anything was that you were Rebecca Black. Uh, today's Friday. I mean, I haven't even seen the full music video with um, audio. I've just seen the video on silent because I don't, you know. And then so that's all over is her picture with Friday, Saturday, Sunday and all that and sick. That's funny. People don't want to be brought down, but then there's the j j tsunami that just happened. So sometimes we like to talk about everything. On our digital future, we just talk about the future in general sometimes, which concerns everyone everywhere, not just here in Southern California. If you're listening in your car, you're in Orange County. Irvine, not so much Mission Viejo, that doesn't reach that far, maybe Huntington Beach, that doesn't reach that far, Santa Ana. Our signal, we have 200 watts here at KCI, I've been on the air since 2000, although it was primarily a music show for my first nine years, it's transitioned now to what you hear today, which is talk um, for a year. When I started library school, I thought, why not pursue conversations on the topics of my graduate school education? So here we are, library information science. One class that just finished was audiovisual materials in libraries and archives. Thanks to our professor, Jimmy Jones, from Library of Congress. Got an A- in the class. Thank you for that eight-week session. One session ends, another one begins, so my next eight-week session this semester is with the head of Rare Books, the Rare Books room at the main library in Illinois. We've got a class on museum and library exhibits, so we get to make our own exhibition plan of 15 to 20 items. We get to put together a theme, an imaginary theme, I mean, we don't really all have our own museum space, although technically in my house I have a room I like to call the art gallery. So I was thinking since I'm in the class anyways, why not put it together in my art gallery room, makeshift room, and make a real exhibit. But we each had our own topic we can make. That's a fun... I mean, I never heard of a class like this. 
the class is on museum and library exhibits. So you're putting on an exhibit. So you pick the items you want to show in your exhibit and then you present them through an online web page or PDF and then you have to take pictures of each item. You have to have the item in front of you unless you are supposedly borrowing them from another country. So my topic I wanted to focus on was the Spanish director Luis Buñuel. He did the Unchen Andalu film with Salvador Dali. That's a Dadaist film from way back when. And that's when he was in Spain, I believe, and then he had to leave um, during the Spanish Revolution. He left for Mexico, and he, as a Spanish-born director, really helped out the Mexican national cinema develop their national cinema. So I was thinking one of the programs, like opening or closing night, I, in my hypothetical exhibit, would be a film festival. So I really enjoy films as a film and media studies major. We had to watch well, a couple Luis Buñuel films for two different classes, actually. One was for just film history, and then the other one was for border cinema for my Chicano Latino Studies minor. We watched Los Olvidados, The Forgotten, and that was a black and white film. I believe it was in the 50s, 1950s. Um, he filmed it with, you know, non-actors. He liked the style of just whoever can commit to the scenes, putting it together, so it's very real. But also he had a lot of surreal elements in his film, so I recommend you go check out Luis Buñuel's Los Olvidados. It's in Spanish. There's subtitles, though, if you don't speak Spanish. Although, you know, living in Southern California, hopefully everybody knows some Spanish. It's a great language to know. I love it. I think I'm 75% fluent. So hopefully I can use that as in my uh, librarian career. As a librarian archivist or... We can um, even have a guest, hopefully, in Spanish sometime, because, you know... We're not just a KCI English-speaking radio station. Uh, I remember when I first came down in 2000, there was a show that was like the most popular show. They said had the most listeners and everything, and it was called I think like Acordeonos y Acordones. I don't know. It was something about uh, in Spanish uh, accordions and knives or I don't know. But it was a really cool show once a week and, and it was like talk and music and really fun and everybody loved it and it was all in Spanish so we need to get more um, Spanish shows on here I know we have some Spanish public service announcements so I don't know if they get played too much but let's I always like to play them on um, my music show now that I have a PA show we don't really play so many because of the your whole uh, public affairs show is like a big uh, public service announcement you know it's a service to the community so we're nearing the middle of the show here for the hour which usually I just have the half hour but since vision is I'll be doing an hour I might just end up playing you one of my favorite past guests though for the second half let's um cut to some PSAs in Spanish and the midpoint song 
and then we'll have you hear um, highlights. And then you could catch uh, Vision of Back on next week. He'll be back, hopefully. But I won't be. Uh, next week I'll be in Maui. Hopefully that's not too close to the radiation. <laughs> yeah, my old roommate from UCI is getting married. It's that age group. We're all almost in our late 20s. Not quite 30, but you know, sometimes it happens. I'm happy for her. So we'll be back. Thanks for listening. Empieza con un estilo de vida saludable. ¡Pinocho! Y la pirámide alimenticia le ayudará a encontrar el balance correcto de todo lo que usted y su niño necesitan. Granos, vegetales, frutas, aceites, leche y carnes y frijoles. ¡Me voy a portar bien! Solo hay que comer bien, ser activo y lograr el balance. ¡Eso es, Tino! Visite MyPyramid.gov para saber más. Es MyPyramid.gov. Este mensaje es traído para usted por el Departamento de Agricultura y el Ad Council. Soy Mauricio Cienfuegos del LA Galaxy. Para cambiarle el aceite a tu auto necesitas las herramientas adecuadas. Por aquí tengo la más importante. Aquí está la llave, la bandeja del aceite. Con esta se quita el filtro. Ah, aquí está, el teléfono. Porque cuando cambias tu aceite, el último paso no es tirarlo a la basura ni echarlo al drenaje. Recuerda, llama al 1-800-253-2687. Lleva tu aceite viejo al centro de reciclaje más cercano. Un mensaje del California Integrated Waste Management Board. 